come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, friends and neighbors, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, which happens every Saturday night, whether you're ready for it or not. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay, TuneIn Radio, Castroller, everywhere. YouTuber. And YouTube, that's right. What? We're on YouTube now. We're on YouTube now. Is it just a black screen with audio? Oh, no, no we have graphic. really oh, awesome shit. edited photos. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you can find us. Uh, every Saturday, we're the, uh, we watch a movie, and then we talk about it for your listening pleasure and enjoyment. Uh, so the Saturday Night Freak Show regulars starting lineup is Sean, Holly, Travis, and I'm Colin. And tonight we watched The Last Dragon, chosen me, by Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Barry Gordy, chosen by Holly. I mean, there you go. Uh, so who directed this movie and what year was it made? 1985, directed by Michael Schultz. Do we know if he's done anything else? Um, you know him from some various black exploitation films from the 70s, uh, starring Richard Pryor. Um, he, the, Mr. What? Majestic? No, that's Charles. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one with Richard Pryor in it? can't remember now. He did a few of them. Um, he also did a movie called Disorderlies. Mm. You may oh, have really? Seen. He did Disorderlies? He did Disorderlies. Oh, What's yeah. the, uh, what were they called? The Fat? The Fat the, Boys. Yeah. 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 The Fat yeah. Boys? Yeah. The Fat yeah. Boys. I think so, yeah. Is they a rap? Yeah, they were yeah. like a rap yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. But he's they ran around too. being disorderly. But he's still, dire- <laughs> he's still directing. He directs like every popular show right now. He's, oh, guest- yeah. he's guest directed at some point. Oh, so he's a big he's, TV director. He's, yeah, he's still doing good. All right. Who's Barry Doherty? Barry Gordy Runs is Motown, founder right? and head producer of Motown Records. Yes. And Motown will know from uh, such major acts as. From, uh, well, he's got to be like Diana Ross. Diana Ross. It's like Snoopy uh, Stevie Wonder. Snoopy Robinson, yeah. Stevie Wonder. The, Michael uh, Temptation. Early, early Jackson, Jackson 5. 5. Michael Jackson did leave eventually, but Jackson 5. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Barry like, Gordy. That's why you put his name first. That's why. That's <laughs> Barry like, Holy shit. So at what? some point in the 1980s, well, 1985, I guess, Barry Gordy gets it up his butt that he wants to make a movie because that's what all the kids are spending their money on. From what I understand, it's because... Then they'll buy more Mo- music. Motown was not doing so well in the 80s. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he thought he'd get, try his hand at movies. Well, because well, we, we yeah. heard this the soundtrack to this movie, and now we understand why. Well, when was yeah. when was Purple Rain made? 85? 84. 84? I'm just wondering. <laughs> just because it makes, no, I don't think Prince is, but you know, just the idea of like, holy shit, Prince did it. Let's make a movie. We'll get Prince's protege. Well, Vanity. Vanity. She's a very, very fine. Very superheroic uh, names. Yeah. All of Prince's proteges. Yeah. Cause what? Apollonia. Did we say it was in uh, Sheila E and, uh, would you say Carmen Electra? Was? Carmen Electra was one. And not like, I don't think she, uh, she yeah. didn't marry her or nothing like that. No, but she was, but she one was a of thing. His. Yeah. Then he's like, I don't know. Gave up on her or something <laughs> like that. She's I think like, everybody oh. did at one point. Well, because we proven this movie that like, uh, are they talented? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> This Vanity girl, was a very fine looking woman. What she was very, say? and her acting wasn't too horrible. No. Star of action, the Jackson. singing. She better look right. a lot. Is god off her singing, <laughs> but we'll like we'll get around to that because <laughs> yeah. the story yeah. of Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon is, of course, a homage to the the Kung Fu Forty uh, Second Street black exploitation right. kind of 
They actually filmed that scene the in the theater victory. scene. Yeah, that's yeah, a Forty Second Street, yeah. Street uh, mm-hmm. Grindhouse. So that's something we've been doing this month is watching movies that uh, kind of talk about that lifestyle and also shoot and show uh, images of that sort of movie theater going experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you also get a <laughs> like, I mean, just a straight up. I mean, it's like a mix of Fist of Fury, uh, a little bit of. Enter the Dragon, I guess. Um, I don't know how many other like straight up um, polls they use from other Bruce Lee movies. I'm not a big Bruce Lee movie. Like I love Enter the Dragon, yeah. which so does this movie. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, they half of this so movie is like just to, show how awesome Enter yeah, the Dragon. Is. You see many clips from Enter the Dragon. In this well, movie. you guys might like to know that. Um, the inspiration for this movie was the guy who wrote it, who is um, Louis Venosta. He was he did a lot of work on Broadway, and him and his girlfriend no. went to what? Well, you could Shut see up. it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, he took his girlfriend to see a showing of Enter the Dragon. It was the ten year anniversary of mm. Bruce Lee's death, so they went to Times Square to see Enter the Dragon. And the scene in the movie when it's like the bikers and it's like the transvestites and like all the different gangs of New York or whatever. In the movie, the last dragon, not enter the dragon. Right. In the movie, the last right, dragon. Okay. In the movie, the last dragon. Like, what like, the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. Enter, enter the dragon. Enter the dragon. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember one transvestite. I was like, get him, baby. <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was crazy. I so, laughed out loud that on that scene, one. It's that, like, don't get his face or something like that. That scene, that was like what they walked into when they went to Times Square to see... Bruce Lee's actual movie, Enter the Dragon. Uh-huh. They walked in, they saw all these people in costume, fighting, like mock fighting in the aisles and everything. And he looks <laughs> Did at... Did a dance break out? <laughs> he looks at his girlfriend and he's like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And she's like, I'm seeing it. And he's like... She's like, is- damn, baby, no, you should she- make a movie. He's like, this is Broadway. She goes, are you stupid? This is a movie. Uh-huh. And that's how this movie was created. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of... What is the fascination kind of- between, like... I mean, like, uh, urban... Uh, what, black what it, audiences what it and, is. and Kung, Kung Fu. Fu yeah. What it is is, uh, you know, when when these Kung Fu movies were coming out, you know, back in the, what, early 70s? 60s? or well, was Late it, 60s. Late 60s. And, yeah, mid well, through the 70s. Chinese people were very kind of, you know, they were looked down upon or whatever. <laughs> They're dishwashers. They were, you know, they were kind of the subjugated minority or whatever, or at least... The focus of the movies are that. So when black audiences saw that, they related to the the characters, right? Oh, we come to America, all we are is dishwashers and and janitors and shit. And but you know, but then we also have this cool other life. It's almost like it's almost like a like a uh, a low income like superhero story, right? Like oh, we're so fucking put down, mm. and but then we go in the back alley and have these fucking mythical fights and shit like that, you know, but they just really resonated with that message of, you know, so many movies of Bruce Lee movies are about racism against Chinese people or, or Chinese people that betray the, the The Eastern philosophy and they Westernize themselves and shit like that. They bring in the cocaine or the, whatever, heroin and you got to put them down or whatever. Just whatever. They bring in the, uh, the Western capitalism and shit like that. So yeah, so it comes from there, um, and then this is their 
like rendition of it. <laughs> this is their like yeah yeah. It is the mix of. I mean, it's just weird. You know, it's it's odd when you're watching it because it is like uh, you know it is the black martial arts movie, right? I mean, you, yeah, right. You and look at that into yeah. some of the black exploitation movies. You know, there's some karate here and there, but never like a full on. Yeah, I mean, this is you know. Well, I guess we'll get into the plot, right? I mean, right. the plot of it is it starts out in a dojo where this kid is learning the way of the I was going to say Bruce the way Leroy of the ninja. Green, yeah, Bruce Leroy Green, <laughs> learning from his Asian master how to be like the seventh level ultimate, uh, ultimate okay. fighter or whatever the hell. And I mean, so it's basically following the same kind of path as like a lot of these exploitation movies yeah. where you come from the dojo then you go out to the world there's some kind of uh you know corrupted cr- evil force that you know well, but that that's you have what it, to fight in order to overcome and prove yourself i would say that's what it mixes with the black exploitation up, right and that's like in a weird Show way up. i think that's the problem with this movie because i would say most martial arts movies are about you're a dude either trying to learn or you're a dude that's like given up and then you have to find a sensei that that teaches you to be awesome. That way, most of your portion, most of the portion of your movie is training and shit like that. And then the master gets betrayed somehow or killed. And then the dude like avenges his dojo. Mm. So this movie is like, well, I've got a master, and it's like, well, the guy's like. You're, you know, you're done. I've shot all these arrows at you, and you know, you, you picked <laughs> out a very, very dangerous one. training sequence, which right. was real. Which was real. That was real. Yeah. Took him two it hours him, to shoot yes. that. It took him two hours to shoot that. But scene. he actually starring shot an arrow in half in yeah. midair. Starring Ty Mac, who is a Ty who was a what nineteen year old black nineteen, girl. yeah, nineteen. And yeah. we're not sure is he from South America because for some reason he speaks like he's Chinese in this movie, and is, we're like uh, they don't explain this, right? Yeah, I don't think that's the actor because the yeah, actor right. it just says he was born in New York, I believe. Uh, he had a black uh, parent and an Italian parent or something uh, like that, but. And hadn't yeah. acted a day in his life until he got this movie. Right, yeah, he learned on the job actually, because he was the, a uh, martial arts phenom. The guy yeah. that they wanted for this movie was Billy Blanks. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. of Taibo. Yeah. And then at the last minute, they're like, let's give this time. He, he probably couldn't ask, act Chinese. No. <laughs> they're like, said, he's somewhere like a fucking alien. <laughs> they said this guy had like the innocence they wanted to project. Yeah. Yeah, so he, they went with yeah. him. In a weird way, I think maybe that's an issue. But uh, I don't know. Well, maybe. his his thing that we set up at the beginning in the dojo, which I thought was kind of uh, a metaphor at the beginning, but it turned out in the movie that it wasn't. That he <laughs> the is he is in pursuit of the glow. <laughs> yes, uh, which is oh, some no, kind of uh, yeah, right. some kind of force that you achieve once you hit like the mystical. I thought I would see a glow. Of, yeah, my body will be enveloped in a glow. Yeah, I'm like, okay, they're just talking, like, right? No, but we'll get to that. They'll add an extra light behind him when he gets to that level, and he'll be good. Because it's the 80s. Damn it. I did like that they mentioned the whole, uh, the idea that, you know, what proved that he's done with his training is... The fact that you're you're reacting without thinking because mm. they actually they call that the they call that the monkey's paw. You know, you <laughs> oh, know without knowing. Yeah, yeah no, without yeah. knowing because he's able to catch the blue arrow. Uh, How did you fire know it, it was know. the blue arrow? I don't I know. Didn't, I don't know. It's like you're done. That's it. It's Your over. Training's training over. But the kid's like, I I can't live with you know because the, the master is just like that's it. I'm going to see my sister in, in, in Miami. Miami. I'm done being your <laughs> training right. you. It's like, well, what can I do? So the master sends him on a mission 
to go find uh, a very wise man named Some Young Goy. Some Some Dumb Goy. Some Dumb Goy. Yeah. Some Dumb Goy. A very wise man who lives in New York because everybody in New York sure. comes in New York at some point. So that becomes, uh, I was going to say Timex, but uh, Bruce Leroy's mission, yes. basically. And he has the medallion that was given to him by Bruce Lee. Yeah, and he's to present <laughs> this medallion to some dumb goy once yeah. he finds it. Now, earlier we were talking about, like, why does this guy sound so fucking alien? I'm thinking he's been in a dojo his whole life. That he didn't only learn martial arts from the guy. He learned to talk from the, the sensei, you know, because there's no other reason why he's like, well, hello. I, I do not know why, you know, yeah. he's I, talking I to people on the... Yeah, was that something they told him to do for this movie? It has, it has right. to be. The lines were written it's, there. Like, he's such a Bruce Lee that? head that... Yeah. He's like the Beavis and Butthead kids of the <laughs> of the night, you know? People like... You know, the people that just start talking yeah. like that forever. <laughs> and he just did it with Bruce Lee. Or he talked watching Bruce Lee movie, learning... He learned to talk watching Bruce Lee. It's really weird when you watch it because, like, the next scene is you know, the guy goes out into the streets of New York and he's wearing the 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 karate pajamas and the big Chinese sombrero. I know that's not the karate pajamas. Karate pajamas and a big Chinese sombrero. (laughs) Dear Lord. Yeah. They have names. I don't know them, but but they have names. But I'm surprised he didn't have, like, the round glasses and buck teeth. (laughs) But it plays like the, the subsequent movie seriously does. To give you a flavor of what this movie is, it plays as if he is a fucking alien from the planet, and he's Dojo. never been on Earth. Right? Yeah, he's never been outside. Even though he's grew up in Harlem, yeah. and he's trying to blend in with like this family. So, because uh, that doesn't feel like his family. It feels like that's, that's why I wish he's been, you know set up with these people. Yeah, I wish that, that scene was nowhere. just earlier in the movie. Yeah, because it would have just because I mean we I mean in the beginning of the fucking movie, it's like okay, we already did all that shit, and then we go to a uh, 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 a uh, it's a music video show that's being taped in New York with this Seventh Heaven. Seventh, Seventh Heaven, Heaven with it's this like American it's like Band American Band. Yeah. Laura yeah, Charles exactly. Hotpicks played yeah. by Vanity. Vanity. Vanity, yeah. a protege yes. of Prince. If Who we not only plays the hit song by DeBarge, yeah. Rhythm, yeah. Of the the rhythm of the Night. To the rhythm of the night, to the morning light. Yeah, when you song. watch that, like, <laughs> man, that guy, I guess he was going off of the Michael Jackson, like, popularity. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah he's got the pencil-thin mustache, and very, he sounds very like a girl. Very thin black man with very beautiful hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Vanity not only hosts this program, but she also sings. Oh, she does she sing? She performs. I'll, it's, a I'll it's like the Monster Mash, dude. It felt like it. Or it's weird. weird. Man, I, I, was, I was like, I thought black people could dance. What is this? Is she hissing at me? What's going on? It's crazy. It it's like, weird. what the fuck is? I can't even think of the song. Like, no. it's so. It's oh, like, it is there? So a, is there even a vocal rhythm? Is it's oh, just? It I remember awful. a lot of like. <laughs> and a lot of as, and the, her oh. just making a lot of big eyed like monster big gestures. eyes and robotic movements. It's yeah. very yeah. weird. <laughs> it At a certain very... point, it went to a wide shot of her just alone on the stage. I'm like, this is getting weird. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. we it's find out about a, a you know a, a a short midget mobster guy named Arcadia. Eddie Arcadia. That, Eddie Arcadia. that wants the his... video game king. Yeah, <laughs> last name Arcadia. Well, he did. He did. Uh, he made in the movie. He, he makes like video jukeboxes, which I was like, holy fuck, <laughs> that does. was a thing. That that's amazing. Brilliant. We That's need video jukeboxes. That's great. Yeah. Well, but so he's like trying that, to get his girlfriend. He's like pushing his girlfriend. Who's like a Madonna. I, that's Angela. Or I, well, I thought of her more like a Cindy Lauper. Oh, maybe. 
yeah, that's no, her, who she her, was patterned after. Yeah, her style yeah, is very, of, which was a mocking I didn't know, Lopper. is that Barry yeah. Gordy, like, ripping on Cindy Lauper? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I don't have anything to prove Let's that, say yes, because who's going to correct I'm going to say yes, because I like to judge people. Yeah. Who's going to correct us? But then, so they're going to kidnap her to make her play the video, which I think is actually a kidnap Vanity. Yeah, yeah, kidnap Vanity, not her girl. Yeah, she's part of the well, she's kind of part of the deal. She's like the most fleshed out character in the whole movie is the ditzy girlfriend. She is. She's awesome. She's got that one scene where I was just <laughs> exactly. like. Exactly. We'll get to that. <laughs> and so, but so then good. Bruce Leroy, of course, stops it and does his martial arts. And uh, he loses his medallion. She picks it up just like Ninja Turtles in the 90s. Like that's the martial yeah. arts train. They forgot a sigh or a. Damn. Fucking, yeah. Damn. Sorry. (laughs) And, but then we get to the family. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, we even introduce his brother, and we don't even know it's his brother. Right, yeah. Because we just see this, like, young black kid. It's like, okay, we're focusing on this kid now for some reason, and he's going to date her. And, yeah. But then we have the family scene where he's meditating on the roof and the kid's explaining what a freak. I was like, fuck, this needed to come. Like, he could have even rescued her, but I don't know, we just needed that scene a little earlier because well, it was just, it was just, we had training, was, we had the movie theater scene, we had the meeting her, the, the pop star lady or the video DJ, VJ, whatever, at 7th Heaven, rescuing her. Yeah. Introduce, before we got the who these people are. Yeah, like, yeah. The, Keisha Knight-Polyam should have been moved up His a family that owns a pizzeria. idea that, that this guy's a fucking yeah. alien. Like, I mean, <laughs> it really did feel like he was, you know, somehow... Like I thought, he just doesn't deal with his that family. He Somehow had, alone, had been set up with this dojo, and God knows where the hell he. Like was he lived staying. in a back room, yeah. in the dojo, right? Yeah, felt like. and, and then was raised by this guy. Turned loose on New York, and I thought maybe this was coming back to like, or maybe he was put up by like a kid, a neighborhood kid, or something like that. He just lived there, but no, right. it's like it's his actual no, family. His mom, even dad. though he doesn't speak English like a <laughs> human being. He talks like some kind of like he's been watching, I guess, a bunch of karate movies. All See, I think it makes total sense. I think it, it the whole point was to show how he was so immersed in this culture that he was completely removed from the rest of his family. Yeah. And well, that, I get that. that. Well, I so immersed that he was eating point, popcorn with point, chopsticks. Like, okay, oh, I'm not going to get awesome. into specifics, but my brother oh. loves pirate movies, and he starts to talk a little bit about a pirate, and nobody accepts it. So just the fact that all these people are just like, Bruce Leroy. But then yeah, again, like, I'm sorry. Your brother alone. In the movie theater, we proved that this is like this cool subsection of Harlem that they love martial arts movies so much that, I mean, they're all, there's they're little all martial fighters. arts Master, right. Like, like if they all walked out of Harlem, everyone would be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, yeah, it's yeah. only recognized within <laughs> that little section. And That's what I'm saying. 80s, like New New York in the 1980s must have been the most glorious fucking place to live because there's so many, like, You could dress weird, like a freak. Yeah. yeah. You could, yeah. Just everybody dress like the yeah. Legion of like Doom everybody did. and be fine. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Then in the, well, in the movie theater, even before all this shit, we're introduced to the, the kind of the villain. The, oh, the yes. Shogun of Sh- New York. Shogun of Harlem. Fucking show enough, dude. Who's the master? Show enough. Who's the master? This guy, we gotta fucking talk about. He's one of the greatest cinematic characters ever envisioned. He's very Tall. Played he, by Julius Carey. Julius Carey. Has he Julius done Julius J. Carey the he's, third. He's done cameos in pretty much every TV show. But since never the 70s. achieved like a peak. That, you he know, was like mostly to, no. Known he achieved. Did you not watch the movie? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This, Dude, is, he is, this is an achievement. Unlocked. I know. That's what you're saying. Like the fucking girlfriend's the most fleshed out character. Well, I don't yeah. know if he's fleshed out, but he uh, is the dominant personality. because well, he's so crazy. He's so crazy. Oh, yeah. That guy's vil- giving it his all. His villains look crazy. Well, he's, I he's mean, got yeah, sunglasses he's just, with the Chinese flag painted in the middle. 
Oh yeah, and the and the well. No, that's the Japanese. The a, I've, Rising yeah. Sun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he um, basically comes into the theater. But he's and got like, the the slits in the. He's got the eighties glasses. But he, he comes into the theater and interrupts a perfectly good screening of uh, Enter the Dragon, of Enter the Dragon by Which, challenging with his crew with his of course. Posse. And yeah. there's the girl who looks like Cindy Lauper with the fucking hair. But yeah, these guys are yeah, all. One, yeah. She's just butch ass white thug woman. And they come in and basically have to challenge Leroy to a duel. Why? Because Leroy has the, it's like, who's this Leroy? I hear Leroy's back. And like, Leroy can catch bullets with his teeth, blah, blah, blah. I gotta fight you. I did like that scene, though. That's one of those things where it's like, okay, there's like a myth around Bruce Leroy, you know, or Leroy yeah. Green is his real name, but they call yeah. him Bruce Leroy. He's like a legend. But the, yeah, they the say, and I kind of wish, like, that's why I, in a way, I don't like this character because the character is played off as being very passive, right? Well, it's like, well, then how oh, does yeah. he have a reputation of catching bullets in right, his teeth? Yeah. Because he's that weird guy. The weird guy always has rumors made up about him. Well, but it's that's that's. But we find out it's true, so that means it has to come from like I, that's what I'm saying. I just think like you know because most martial arts movies are about like yeah, you have my training, but well, maybe samurai movies are more about the a village is in trouble yeah, at some and you point save he the has village. Done something that that's what I thought. At some point in time, it. maybe there was other gangs, you know. Well, he, and does, then, he does run his own dojo. They've seen what yeah, he can do there. That's like so the fist of fury parts I'm talking it. about. Is that what he does after he leaves his dojo? He starts. His he dojo? starts. We don't dojo, know. Right? Well, he's like, he's, he's teaching these kids, and you dress like Bruce Lee from Game of Death. Yeah. The uh, yellow one piece, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. I'm just like, huh? well, we get it. He's get a big, it. big, big. He's big, a very big, big, uh, big fan of yeah. Bruce. I don't <laughs> dress like Superman. <laughs> I'm just saying. That Do we you know like of, this movie? That we know of. You like this movie because basically it is a superhero story. Come on, he's in disguise. No. He's living with his family. He's, he's not in disguise at he all. He has a superhero. He, he dresses like a Chinese guy. He's and always he a black helps, guy. He helps like poor women being assaulted in uh, in uh, the streets of New York. Because that's what I totally felt that. Like, he was like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm like, it's fucking Superman moment right there. That's not, I don't know. He just fucking Superman chops is aggressive. Guys. Superman's aggressive. That's why I don't like this character. He's too passive. Even Bruce Lee. He's very Clark. Even Bruce Lee said that, that fighting is expressing yourself physically. You know, I mean, he didn't think of it as evil, but it's not this whole... The passive lifestyle shit, yeah, that's that's philosophy, but that's not martial arts necessarily. Mm. That's what martial arts became to like suburban white kids, yeah, you know, because they're like, you know, offense. they want kids to study in school but not use the karate <laughs> chopping, you know. So they fill on this bullshit about peacefulness. But but Bruce Lee's like, no, I mean, fucking Bruce Lee ran away from America because he fucking like fought kids and got in trouble and was going to get arrested and shit. Mm. Yeah, he was an ex, well, not necessarily an exile, but he got, you know, he ran away. So he the authorities wouldn't catch him for like busting people's fucking noses up and mm. shit, you know. So I just... I think that's my problem with the character is he's too passive for. But oh, I, yeah, do, I felt that because there was so many times I guess show enough comes to his dojo and challenges him there in front mm-hmm. of all of his students on his turf. That's what I was like. Uh, that's what I'm like. This is Fist of Fury, right? This is the the dojo gets threatened. You know, that's Fist that's, of Fury. That's kind of part of the story, though. He's trying to for fight. Sure. He doesn't understand the balance of. The Zen culture and the martial arts culture. That when Maybe. he when he finds the perfect harmony, that's when he becomes the master. Maybe. That's the reason. That's when he becomes the last dragon. The last, the last dragon. dragon. 
That's right. May, I mean, maybe, but the movie doesn't really say it like that. I get it after like multiple viewing. You can totally <laughs> None of it like can you're be spelled out. You're, Travis. No, you're writing the novelization, <laughs> and I totally appreciate it. You know, <laughs> just like uh, I mean, okay, my and the okay, the main villain of this, like my problem with the Wait, main show enough. No, no, no the main Arcadia? villain is Arcadia. Yeah. Well, I love his over-the-topness. I like his over-the-topness, but I've got a problem with... uh, And and this happens in other movies, like uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask. It's not called Jim Carrey's The Mask, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Just The Mask. But the the idea, if you... Yeah, I get it. You want your... Especially in a black exploitation movie, you want your... You want your villain to be... White. Not necessarily white. Yeah, yeah, definitely white. They have to be white. Why? Black people don't make problems for their own communities. <laughs> but you want, yeah, you want them to be weaselly, and you want them to be pretty much like more of a like they they can't necessarily produce what they you know they're more talk than whatever. But at the yeah. same time, in a when you're watching a movie, it creates a non-threatening villain, right? You're creating a guy that's like, well, he's just this Weasley fuckhole, and like he's not threatening at all, well, and he's supposed to be it's the an villain. Action movie where the hero it has like you know this uh, physical ability, like he's a physical he's a uh, fighter. Yeah, so if you so have you a, put him up against, you have to put him up against a guy who's you know intelligent. Or, or you have yeah. like the Weasley guy who's got money and is able to pull this stuff. And off. I guess Show Enough it's is supposed like to a, fill in the aggressive yeah. role, yeah. but he's almost not enough in this movie. Show Enough is not in this movie enough. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Like it, enough, it maximizes his not, appearances, but, really not, but he's really not part of the story. You know, Show Enough it has nothing to do with the whole. Uh, Arcadia wants to kidnap the video DJ to bring his girlfriend. Show enough, it's just this dude in the neighborhood that wants to fucking challenge Bruce Leroy so he could be the best in the neighborhood despite all these myths about Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Leroy. But but yeah, we were talking about how uh, the girlfriend's the most fleshed out. Yeah, I thought the girlfriend... That scene is, like, really great. It's a great yeah, scene where she's just, like... I was surprised that I like it got how, that deep with wait, her. Wait, wait, like, what, oh. what scene? The girlfriend where and she's just like, you know what? I think you're using me. The same way you uh, use Rocky. Uh, yeah. Like, if it's my tits or whatever, yeah. then you're using And for the too. next five minutes, she's, like, nailing on the head. It's just like, this is, this is great. And who's that? She's a good TV actress. She was in Spin City. How was she? Yeah. She's in a bunch of Claudia, she's such, I mean, she is the best actress uh, of the whole movie. It, or true. the best actor. And later on, say. when they're watching, when uh, Eddie Arcadia has taken over the studio um, from Laura Charles, uh, when they show a music video, that's her, right? No. 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 That's some it other looks, lady. It looks Darlene. just like her. And she's just Darlene. an older lady. <laughs> really? It looks just like it her. I know. Like that's why I was like, he's watching her videos, right? But it's, right, it's like an actually else. good video from yeah. her. Because that was fire. Right. amazing, though. Because that guy liked her. <laughs> yeah. But, but that, no, that uh, scene the, was... Oh, yeah, the uh, the thug of Arcadia is the dude that was the thug in uh, Dumb and Dumb Dumber. It's like, that guy's always just a fucking dumbass thug. dumb thug. Mike Star. Mike Star. He did it really well. Oh, yeah, he's definitely dumb and cartoony in this. <laughs> like that's another yeah. problem. Like I don't know, this movie has weird tonal issues with me. I was like, I like there's there's the very broad uh, piranha joke. Oh, you gotta have the piranha, <laughs> which it never played out again. Know, like we yeah. thought it was going yeah, yeah, yeah. to, but it never. There's a fight came scene back. that takes place like right in front. So the bad guy, of course, has in his palace. It's surrounded by all of these course. video arcade or uh, 
<clears throat> video jukeboxes has a tank of water that's full of piranha. We Apparently, assume, we never they don't it. even say. Yeah, you no. just dunk a turkey leg in there and it or comes, comes up out with a bone. bone. Yeah, yeah, like a pig leg. So there's joke. a fight that takes place because eventually, you know, like Arcadia yeah. kidnaps, kidnaps Vanity. And so, uh, you know, Bruce Leroy has to go rescue her, goes just to the apartment, fights like five dudes. And you're like, and they have prominently featured in the shot. The fucking tank. And you're like, at some point, someone's going to get kicked in that fucking tank. They didn't even say something like, drown, like, I'm going to drown you until you tell me something. Well, like, because Leroy was going to drown the guy. It never happens. Like, well, yeah, that's, I guess, the, that, well, they it's, dunk it's them, a minor just, payoff. Like, he dunks the quickly. dude's head into the tank, and he pulls him out, and there's no living. Yeah, I thought he was going to come up headless. Yeah. I'm know. like, oh, this can be another like, well, then what's going to happen to Bruce Leroy? It's like, you're all a pacifist dude, and you I fucking just... unwittingly fed this guy to fucking <laughs> yeah. school the piranha. But in a weird way, I think that's where, because like, I've enjoyed the movie up to this point, but I think that's when the movie fails for me, is because, like, Having the girl be kidnapped and then rescued automatically, it's like, well, fuck, well, that was your ending already, kind of. Like, they're going to have to kidnap her again by the end of this movie for there to be another threat. So now it's about her, like, oh, my God, this cute guy, like, I who saved me earlier in the movie, he found me again, and this guy's just a numb nuts and just like, you know, do you have the medallion that I dropped? Yeah, and she's like, I want to get with you. And he's like, uh... I don't know what to do. I have a friend who... It's not me. Uh, <laughs> is very gay uh, and doesn't know... His brother, who's like 14 years oh, old, is telling him, like, you know... That is a great conversation. That, like, the four minutes floor. where they're just yeah. walking and talking and everything. Like, that kid's yeah. laying it down. And Dude. I was, like, with him. I'm like, yes, I, I like this character. He's a good kid actor. <laughs> He's good. He yeah, was really he good. He's a really good kid actor. Like, I don't know if he did TV or I don't know. what he, he did. He was really but, good. But, yeah, tell him, it's like, you wouldn't even know what to do with it if you had blah, blah, blah. And it's like something about the moves. Right, and, or it being an art. And, man, you don't even have a paintbrush. Yeah. That's a good line. That's good lines. But, then, but I did like how it showed how, like, in a weird way to me personally, it showed kind of like how shallow uh, Bruce Leroy's philosophy is when he just, when he tries to repeat that, like, so he just hears people say shit mm. that just repeats it verbatim. So it's like, does he even think, because, like, yeah, he's just really good at fucking. But if you're thinking up. about Eastern philosophy, you should, you know, usually you got to think about the saying. But then he's just like paintbrush. Well, he don't even. He's right, not even thinking yeah. about it. He's yeah. just repeating yeah. the exact fucking words. Yeah, because it's what all he does really in the dojo, right? Whenever he's doling out the Asian proverbs, you know, to his students. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, whatever. Uh, give me one. <laughs> yeah. gra- oh yeah, sure. Of sure. Go to us and give me one. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's all his character really is, is a Mr. Asian proverb. Right? Yeah, it's the so rest of the movie. And he's got Johnny Yu is like, huh? Whenever, Johnny when, Yu? whenever he spouts one off, Johnny Yu is one of, the, uh, his, one of his students his in the student, dojo. Who's kind of like your comedy. Who's, who's like the third best part of this movie. Like, he was great. <laughs> well, I do like, his whole little quite, character thing was good, too. quite get it. He's in this class and he's not quite a martial artist. It was, he can't quite get but it. But when he, it. Really but when he funny, gets it, it was a it's funny really joke right. about yeah. about uh, like an, I'm an Asian guy, so all I got to do is act emotional and like whatever. <laughs> and People just think I know how to fight. That's yeah. a yes. really funny joke. That's really funny. But he did know some massive I do like how that section of the movie it does get into this kind of cross reference where there's Asian people that are being American, and let alone the. You know, when when 
Bruce Leroy <laughs> goes to the fortune. Uh, we, we find out uh, some, some dumb guy. Some dumb guy. Some some dumb guy. Cookie company. Plus the three guys who they're black. They're acting black. That's what. I, but I like the reversal of some of the roles. It's fucking in hilarious. It's, it's, it's really dude, good. Today's like college crowd would go ape shit. Right? You got this like. <laughs> Because cultural appropriation is seen as bad, where this movie is showing cultural appropriation is cultural appreciation. Yeah. You know, wanting to act like the other person is just saying how much you like their culture. And that's actually what fucking art is. Art is saying, I mean, this, this, are, this are, I'm bizarro. <laughs> this are bizarro, yeah. This are movie good. <laughs> but uh, this movie is. Black people showing how, like, oh, this Asian shit, like, really influenced us to the point where we want to make this other art that, that you know, I, that's where I'm like, holy fuck, this movie kind of, I wish there was more of a focus on that, but right. I like how it's not the focus. It right. doesn't become this, some big social you, you, commentary. Right, you get that little yeah. bit in there, but it's nice. Right. It's if this awesome. influenced us, we're going to create these characters who are being influenced You have a black guy way. acting completely fucking Chinese and alien, like he's just yeah. fresh off the fucking boat. And these other guys are like New York, Harlem, Asian dudes. <laughs> Playing craps in the warehouse. Playing craps. But they don't know how to play craps. Yeah, I'm saying. It's they like have like an instruction book. At least not the Harlem understand. way that Or like they're uh, trying to act black. Maybe that's what they're trying to say like they don't really know i think they were trying to act black it was funny but yeah but it's really dumb of bruce leroy to think that like this fortune cookie like he doesn't know what fortune cookies are like like how the fuck so he knew what a fortune cookie why wouldn't he see that some dumb guy's like fortune cookie why is the master here why is it like the guy had no questions because he's lived in a dojo for 18 years apparently he's basically an idiot he's a fucking he's basically an idiot he's basically an idiot this is a story of an autistic kid who's really good at martial arts and nothing else I do like how his family owned a pizzeria I thought that was very I love the slogan in every direct your pizza to Green. Yeah, Papa, Papa Green's, Green's Pizza, yeah. Green's pizza, pizza, pizza whatever. Yeah. Green's Pizzeria. That's, that's but that's something. Awesome. If you watch a lot of like Japanese cartoons and a lot of like Chinese, the characters' parents always run like noodle shops and shit like sure. that. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah. oh, that's great. That's and they always perfect. get destroyed at some point. <laughs> yeah, always, always. something. So I just thought that was. I was like, that's a great <laughs> touch, even with the pizza and all that shit. Because like this is totally eighties. Everything about this is totally eighties. He dresses like a ninja. Even though it's like, so what are you doing? Are you doing Chinese or Japan? This movie doesn't know if it's doing Chinese or Japanese. Right. It yeah, doesn't yeah. know if it's doing Kung Fu, Karate, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Like, fuck it. All the same. And like, no, not the same. Well, you were talking about the appropriation of cultures. I mean, like you see so much, you know, in black culture, the appropriation of like Chinese cult, like I'm saying, like real, you know, like uh, Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. and well, uh, fuck, we this saying, whole Busta movie Rhymes. is Wu Tang. <laughs> like we talked about, Busta Rhymes dressed like show enough in a yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was the song, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, these guys. I mean, this movie does have a staple in. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say that group, but I guess that I meant the group, the band, not the, like that group of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, black people love this movie. He's like, hey, let's not say that. <laughs> you, meant, you meant the Wu Tang Clan. No, I meant the Wu Tang. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, not that I fear the, uh, you know. So what? Uh, That's what? the problem. It's like it. Be- it's it becomes like a how like I do not know what humans do. 
He's to like kiss Johnny girls. Five. It's just like holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and until they have to kidnap the girl again, that's why it's like, why did they ruin the well, kidnapping? She gives him an open at one point. Comes in like, I need a bodyguard to protect to my body. And she really like, does. Dude, she goes. She, she lays. She was on high in that scene, dude. I swear to God, that actress was stoned out of her mind because she can't help but giggle with everything. Giggle, she says. bite her lip, like hey. it's very like. Oh, the loose, biting her lip dude. is sexy, oh, very loose. Loose. Uh, flirting. Right, she licked it. I'm being very sexy right now because I did the coke. <laughs> it was the '80s. It was the '80s. You feel so sexy doing the coke. What they did. But why does That's he turn he her sexy. down? He's just like, no, I get this other stuff going on. They because the uh, show enough and his crew is like he destroyed my parents' pizzeria. He's looking, he's looking for the master. Yeah. Well, the master is like a chassis belt. The master is yeah. actually just a uh, machine in the back of the. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he finds that out by going. Well, he has to watch a Bruce Lee movie, and then everything <laughs> in his fucking life needs to be directed by. Oh Bruce god, Lee that movies. was like another scene where he goes. That was she, a thing. she takes him. Yes. She takes him to the uh, the seventh heaven set, and in, in order to try and attract this guy, you actually pointed out like because I'm like, like, why a is Chinese, she dressing like a China Chinese wardrobe? Because like a biker, if you're a biker, Asian. you have to dress in all leather and do the braided ponytail. Yeah. Like you have to look because the, the guys only care about motorcycles <laughs> and leather, so you have to like me too. Like all of her clothes are these elaborate sparkly costumes, and then all of a sudden Bruce Leroy comes along. And it's a sparkly like kimono. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, yeah. yeah. But it's a and great. And then she makes them like a mixtape in a way. Oh, on but that was video. what I was saying. It was like and fantastic. You got the fucking, the fucking the song, song is. is what Travis is singing. It, the song is about you have to find the fucking glow, and it's set to the like a montage, montage of, of Bruce like, Lee Big movies. Boss yeah. Chinese Connection, and the kid is so like enamored. So of what wrapped he's up. Seeing. He don't even care uh, about the no. kid sitting next to him. Like she's just like. She's basically taking her panties off. It's just like, <laughs> this movie, it's so great. Yeah. Oh, it's great that you did this. And then Bruce Lee kisses a woman in the uh, in yeah. the movie, and so he's finally like... He oh, look, oh, no, she kisses okay. him first, yeah, and she, she tries does. to kiss him, and he backs off like he's some fucking, like, are you 12? <laughs> are you... He'd rather fuck Bruce Lee. Or something, right? Like, he's just like, you're not Asian. I was kind of hoping for an Asian wife. I was hoping to have a, I was going to get an arranged marriage. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of woman would Bruce but Lee yeah, go But yeah, as soon as it happens in the mo- in the Bruce Lee film, then he's like, all right. All right, Bruce Lee. That's this how you do how you it. Do Bruce it. Lee fucks chicks. I fucks chicks. <laughs> very weird. And then all that's completely destroyed. Once again, it's just like, is this they... from, like, if you want to see another character like this, watch Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> Was that Jeff Goldblum? Or Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum Jim Carrey. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're aliens. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, he's a fucking alien in this movie. That's yeah, just that's like... Kinda... What are, I mean, I love that he's eating chopsticks or popcorn, popcorn with chopsticks yeah. in the movie. Th- <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. It's such, it's things like that that make this movie really watchable. Or these little things are like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? It's <laughs> an interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, but just the fact that, well, I mean, we don't necessarily get another kidnapping. We get the thug. You know, after we get the awesome fucking like dissing of the dude. Oh wait, did we finish that thought that he sees the uh, Bruce Lee going in disguise? Oh. So he's like, I'm going to infiltrate right. the master's right. lair by going do. in disguise. So he actually goes there. It's like, okay, I'm going to talk Yo, black, bro. yeah, <laughs> to try and get in and find the master. The That's master what like that is good be, acting. Uh, if he doesn't actually. Some dumb guy. If he actually doesn't have some weird... Because, I don't know, with a name like Ty Mac? I mean, he might be foreign, dude. Well, he does have a last name. What is it? 
Leroy? It started oh, with a G, and it sounded uh, Latino to me, but that could be... Well, like, he, he looks a like little Puerto Rican. Mac gear. I'm just saying. No, but no. anyway, but that's what I was like. Maybe it's Timok. Wouldn't he be better at per- impersonating a black person if he was more natural? That's like, maybe... But I don't know. Maybe, maybe the whole thing was a performance. I'm sure it is. That's why I'm like, so he's maybe kind he's of a, a bad genius. kind of a... <laughs> maybe he's like, yo, hey. No, I, I, I'm, dude, I've always said acting's is. not so hard. <laughs> you know, you've got a lot of time, a lot of takes. I don't think acting's that Apparently hard. Apparently he didn't have a lot of either. Well, but he did have the crying scene. We'll talk about that. Where I thought that was fucking great. The guy cried. <laughs> How he many did, takes did right, that take? But, but still, he did it from dry eye oh, to yeah, tear. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a cutaway. It wasn't yeah. a whatever. That he didn't just cut away and have the tear rolling down. Oh, he cried shot. somehow. You saw those tears well enough. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I thought she was stabbing him in the side. <laughs> <laughs> the actress is yes. 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 You're going to cry, damn it. She's like, so her high heels on his fucking foot. But that scene even goes nowhere because that's when he learns all the masters, the fucking machine. It's just like, and it's just like, dude, we just made it up to make our fortune cookie company sound awesome which is awesome because yeah fortune cookies were created in i want to say in san francisco in mm-hmm. 1940 yeah. something or some shit like 50 something maybe oh, yeah that's all us yeah it's american it's not anything doing with chinese You're fucking ruining my childhood well no, I'm just i knew saying, that but yeah. for all the kids out know, there we're sorry i just want you to know yep, there is that. no santa claus everything, oh jesus christ everything's everything's fake. i'm not saying the chinese didn't impart the wisdom they brought with their culture over to america and infuse them into yeah. the you right. just did say just not in a fortune cookie. yeah i just don't think uh, yeah they're just you know Trying to sell their like. Nasty well, was that the moment in the uh, in the? This is after the yeah, the like, pizzeria has been smashed and that, he cries and all that. It was that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a confusing edit because the pizzeria. We the the girl. That. Well, we kind of did. Oh, we we talked. It got destroyed. We know it that, did, but it's just great the way it got destroyed. Especially the ending where the one guy's just walking out, turns around, and then just kicks the other window out. <laughs> the first like, thing grabs a slice of pizza on the yeah, way grabs out. Yeah, grabs a slice of pizza. Great, dude. Every 80s movie needs beautiful, pizza. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, showing up and his crew show up, want to find Leroy, Bruce, or Bruce Leroy. Leroy. He's Bruce not there. Leroy, like I said, we, yeah, you always fuck up the family. But that's the moment, isn't it, that like gives him no, the, either the self-doubt or something because the, his brother's like, you know, it's like, coward. this place got fucked up because of you, you're a coward. Yeah, like, what's all this martial arts shit for if you don't use it? It's a crucial scene. And yeah. so that's when he yeah, goes back to the scene. dojo, and he's... That kid's a good actor. Was that when she says, I want a bodyguard? Yes, because like, then he's just, like, training until... Yeah, he's like, I want to do it. He's got to train. It's like Rocky montage. Yeah, and you got to get out of here because you're just distracting me. He's like, I Something. don't, I don't yeah. know. Well, see, I don't like know, because what was he doing? Okay, like we said, the 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 evil guy, Arcadia's girlfriend, has the speech about how, like, you know what? You just use people. You're this little yeah. fucking dude. Yep. You just you need people. Tits. Yeah, get yeah. by my yeah. tits. I'm going back to... It's beautiful scene. It's a great scene, I want to watch dude. it She's yeah. a great it's actress, great. dude. <laughs> That's the whole it heart. It really is. It really is. Yes. It's fantastic, I couldn't dude. believe it. I was, I, I'll admit, I was teary-eyed in that scene. Is it because I'm high, or is it because it's a great scene? I don't know. I heard marijuana uh, induces um, uh, emotions uh, uh, of a high level. What's the uh, endorphins? Yeah, endor- uh, yeah. Uh, something. Yeah, it really was. Empathy? I was but still, Oof. no, the uh, the female. Oh, okay, 
But, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. Estrogen. Estrogen, thank yeah. you. Oh, oh wow, Yeah, estrogen. Go. That's why That's why Kevin Smith cries a lot, because he smokes weed every time, you know, every day. <laughs> oh, there you go. He does <laughs> cry it happened, dude, I, I really think that's true, because I do cry a lot at a lot of movies. I'm like, dude, I think this is true. Would I cry if I wasn't high? Because you just get so in tune with the emotion of the character mm. that you're just really thinking about what it is to be in their shoes, and you're like, dude. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's the movie. Well, but I... Like I said, I just yeah. If you're going it with estrogen, might... I didn't cry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're in a heightened stage. <laughs> well, I do do that. I to be buy, more affected dude, by I, things. I, than I buy into characters. I do. I can 100 percent put myself in their shoes and be 100. percent Oh, I remember when I was 12, I cried at the Toxic Avenger when they chased them out of the window. I'm like, these fucking people are so mean. <laughs> they chased this. Geek. Your voice until, quivered for until, a second right until, there until he killed himself. Melvin the Boy killed himself. And everybody's still laughing at him. That made me cry as a kid because I'm like they're laughing at That's this guy intense. trying to kill himself. It's intense. Oh, yeah. It's not in the movie, but it's intense. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> But that's why, okay, I'm confused because, okay, the girl has her awesome speech against the guy. And then she's like, I'm yeah. going to warn. Because I love the, the fact that she's like, you're saying it's for me, but you're, I don't want you to kill anybody for right. me. This is I, this is not even that important to me. Oh, right. You yeah. want me to be this, like, piece of ass pop star and you're willing to kill people for? It's for you. It's not for me. You just want to inflict yeah. your power. But And then she goes to warn uh, Leroy at his dojo. Mm-hmm. And she just makes the statement of, like, tell him to stay away from Seventh Heaven because she just knows that that's what the dude's targeting. But then somehow, Leroy... Leroy? Leroy? Wait till you see Bad... Wait till you see Bad Seed. You'll start saying Leroy. (laughs) It's more of a Southern way of saying Leroy. Leroy. Well, I think it's a Southern name. Leroy. It should be said Leroy. Anyway... Uh, (laughs) French Quarter. That's it. I got it. Leroy. Creole. Got it. Yo. Well, this makes me think that, like... Oh, go ahead. But then, but then the scene is like, well, then fucking uh, Ty Mac or or Leroy, he's coming in with a vengeance, getting his ninjas together. He's like, how does he fucking know? Like, he doesn't know it's urgent. She just, she's just like, tell him to stay away from Seventh. He-. She doesn't say anything about like he's there now, kidnapping her. You know, there's no, no reason for him to know. It was like that he, she is in ultimate danger. He's like, I must get ready for the ultimate battle. Well, he was basically saying that. Or she's basically saying that her boyfriend is coming after him yeah. with like everything that he's got because yeah. he's out like recruiting muscle. So do you think he's just going like, to stake out? I think it's not that he's getting ready to go in for the battle, but he's going in just to stake out Seventh Heaven for when he attacks. I think he was going there to basically head off an attack that was coming to him. Like at that point, he was like, "I'm going to bring the fight to them instead of just waiting." Because to for me, it. the scene plays out like he know he's like he they have her. Well, that goes that's just with the body the, motion. The, the beginning thing with the arrow, he just he doesn't know where he knows without knowing. He's got fist of muscle. There it is. And then he's we get got another. The fist of have we talked and about? Then we got like, another good scene with Johnny Yu. The 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 bad guys. The plot here that the bad guy has is that this TV show uh, in New York. It's one television show, but, but hey, apparently that's a big deal. it has so it's much. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's the it has so much America, cachet that so if you get your trade. video yeah. played on that, that it makes your career. And the fact yeah. that he can't, he yeah. kidnaps her. Well, you know that's all music videos host. were. All mu- music videos weren't made just to be music videos. Music videos were purely promotional. Yeah, they were yeah. made to get played. Period. Made yeah. to get played. Just they to get played. To, I mean, it, 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 be, well, it, became, it was yeah. just sent to producers. 
But then when they're like, holy shit, there's a market to play the videos? People want to see the videos? That's why a lot of early videos are just the band playing on stage, because they're just showing, this is what these guys look like. Right. Imagine or whatever. So it would be a big deal getting something played on Soul Train or American Bandstand. He spends so much time like, you're going to play our music. Like, first of all, he asks, and William H. Macy is his last. William J. The shoveler himself, who's always a great friend guy. jacket I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, because again. Eighties fashion. I wanted oh, to know why. Okay, he, obviously he owes. Barry uh, obviously, obviously he oh. owes something to Arcadia. That's why he's so frantic about like you gotta play the video. This guy's yeah. not to be fucked with. I was like, yeah. he's the guy from Fargo. He is his character from Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> and he just. But we don't off. find out. We don't find out why the guy is indebted at all. Right? He's in probably one not even a part of the movie. Young William H Macy. But it's just the way he acts. Yeah. It's like this guy. Oh, oh, dude, he's great. There's also well, is, Macy's great. There's yeah. also an appearance oh, by uh, what Keisha Knight pulling him Keisha from Knight the Cosby Pulliam Show. Is, yeah, the little Rudy for one scene and uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Dude. Ernie, Ernie Reyes, Reyes Jr. Jr. Ernie right. fucking Reyes Jr. One of my favorite. Like I, he's I amazing. Would even be as right. interested well, he's in martial in arts if it was well, sure, but he's amazing in this. It's like two. He's two years old in this movie. Well, he's the best. He was a. I think he was a second degree black belt by the time he was ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in this movie, he fights his father, Ernie Ray Sr., who's, oh, really? who's one of the fight choreographers oh, of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's why, because I think we, you guys were saying he fights the same guy every time. Yeah, if you, if you <laughs> notice, he fights the same guy every but, time. So it's, it's probably his father. It's probably his, probably his yeah. father. That's but pretty, if you okay, don't know, Ernie good. Ray Jr., is the uh, he was in the uh, martial he was the martial arts. He's in body. the rundown. Hello. Yeah, he was the he was the body double of Donatello in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Yes, then he was. Then he got a part in the he, second as, as the pizza delivery guy, uh, Kino. Kino, and then he's been. Well, he was in Red. I want to say this or Red Sonja might have been his first movie. Right, it was so. the same year. Yeah. yeah, so we don't know which they filmed first. They might have right. filmed Red Sonja first because there's more production involved, and it's in so it could take longer. The fuck they shot. Just don't work on everything. You can find him hanging around the set of. I think. But yeah, wasn't it great to see him in Rundown? As soon as he yeah. flipped into the scene, I was like. Holy fuck! I was probably the only guy in the room as excited as that. It's like I can't believe Ernie Reyes Jr. Like my favorite. I mean, to me, I would say he's my favorite American martial artist in movies, just because I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was a kid oh, looking yeah. at another kid right. being fucking amazing. Even though, I mean, of course, because I mean, he had the TV show Sidekicks, where he was adopted mm-hmm. by the cop. That's Bill a great Gerard. fucking show, Bill Gerard. Uh, Gil Gerard. Gil Gerard. That was uh, Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Holy fuck. 25th century? 25th. In the 21st? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Buck Rogers. Well, this is the big no, show. Yeah, Duck Dodgers. Yeah, so, like, so Arcadia just shows up. And set. Yeah, so they yeah, they're just take... Because that's what I don't buy about in a weird way. I don't buy... The chick's just like, he went crazy. So now Arcadia... Doesn't there are glowing. Plot. There are glowing hands at the end of this movie. There's not much. Well, you should yeah, buy we're definitely going to get to that because that's why I've got some but, love. For but this the movie. studio scene. But the studio scene is one of like the it. It's one of the best joke payoffs of the movie for me. In that Johnny, you can finally just fight people. Oh no, like he can do nunchucks like a he motherfucker. Nunchucks, but he can it. fight people. He's like, it is pretty cool. It, it, that's a great payoff for me. Like it I like because he's making jokes the entire time. He gets locked in the closet earlier on. He's he like, gets locked in the closet. Like, I'm afraid of the dark. So it's <laughs> almost banging like, on the door. It, like, it is great. almost just like Bruce Leroy's um, character's um, arc, where it's it's really you. 
you know how to fight or you become the master once you're right. actually right. pressed with right. having to use it. When but it's, it's short and just comedic training. effect, but it's just, really good. I think what even made that even better is the fact that Bruce Leroy stops fighting and is like, you got it, Johnny! Yeah. They all give themselves the, the thumbs, up. thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, so good. Love that part. Which this movie, I wonder if they, because you know in, in uh, Europe, they really don't show movies with nunchucks or they edit nunchucks out because nunchucks oh, are illegal kids, yeah, most everywhere. Like, you know, yeah. if you watch Ninja Turtles over there. Number one, they're not called ninjas. It's like teenage hero because they, they won't refer. Get to, the fuck. Well, ninjas teenage are assassins. Hero they're not going to have assassins uh, be their hero. And then same thing with nunchucks. Since nunchucks are illegal, uh, they actually have a lot of edited scenes where Michelangelo is so using. So is that scene where he's flipping around on one finger and just cut out of the movie? That's Maybe. Oh, I don't I know that about scene. that. I don't know about in the 90s, okay. but in the 80s when it was more made, I know like you can actually go back and watch the 80s Ninja Turtles cartoon, and sometimes Michelangelo uses, I don't even know why this is better, but it's like a thing with a hook and a chain. Yeah, that's why. Th- that was. Wait, is that no, why? No, no, no. Like a, it looks like a stick. It does, but it it's rounded. Looks like a is that why every a, Michelangelo action figure came with that shit? Yeah, and because, sometimes not nunchucks? Because, because they always came with that shit. Because. And I didn't know why. In most of the sometimes world, nunchucks are illegal because, I mean, fuck, you will smash someone's head in with one yeah. very easily. I got Michelangelo action figures, no nunchucks. Had that fucking hook shit, and I didn't understand why. Yeah, dude, that is why. Because nunchucks are That's illegal most places. Not that like we're talking about Ninja Turtles, but. Did we cover the Ninja Turtles uh, episode that we did? No. Forgot Maybe sense. not. May, I'm sure I did. I, right, well, That's we'll like some Turtle trivia I got. Just because it's interesting to me that in a lot of other countries, like, so in that scene, we might have not seen. I wonder what they've done with Bruce Lee movies overseas, if they've edited out the nunchucks. I mean, they could be because there's always the one. Can't you have it in the movie? I mean, well, no, because they don't want to. They don't want to influence. Dude, a lot of other places in the world are more worried about the influences through movies Hmm. and what they consider to be propaganda, you know, than. Other places. <laughs> well, we got to get to the. We gl- kind of we champion get, it. Everybody yeah. else has to get like, to the, the glowing. glowing. When you know yeah. you're yeah. the master, like I said, I like that they got the same story arc. He's not the master until you accept that. Dude, you are the man. You can't be looking for a master, right. which I've always thought is a br- beautiful philosophy. Just yeah. like like just like Buddha. Buddha went around and he tried to learn philosophy and religion from all these people, but it wasn't until he gave up on all of them and he s- sat beneath the Bodhi tree, it came to him the idea that. That you need to take almost responsibility for yourself. It's not if if all you're doing is learning, 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 mm. you're never gonna fucking know anything. At some point in time, you need to make a decision that I fucking know what I'm talking about. I know what I feel. I know what instead of learning, learning, because that just means right. you're you know you're a student constantly. Right, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you won't. Yeah, at some point the student has to become the master, and that's the point of the movie. Point of the movie. But the awesome thing is, is that when he you finally, are the master. When he finally does fight Shonuf, Shonuf has the glow. What? He has the glow. You're saying it wrong. Shonuf? Shonuf. Shonuf. You're saying Shonuf. 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 Don't say it like Shogun. Yeah, you're very white right now. You're saying it white. Shonuf. So Shonuf. It's my converse. Shows up. But he's got the glow. He is the master. It was surprising. Because he's confident But what they talked about earlier is that it's just his hands. Just his hands. And when he punches fucking Bruce Leroy, there's sparks There's sparks and everything? Yeah. It's great. It's like a lightsaber fight with martial arts, dude. That's what makes it's awesome. When I was a kid, it was the closest thing to like Street Fighter. I don't know why I associate it with Street Fighter, but just the idea that like channeling your chi and all that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was the closest thing. They're like, holy fuck, dude. This is totally like their hands are glowing and there's sparks flying when they're punching each other. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's magical, really. And then you got got the music going, the Last Dragon fucking song, like in the background. Terrible, terrible Last Dragon song. Oh, I don't like the way that it, like, you mean the wonderful Last Dragon song? Yeah, I don't necessarily mind the Last Dragon song. When they play that song, like, while they're actually fighting and, uh, you know, dude's got the yellow glow and, and, uh, Shona. Oh, forgot the, the, the red yeah, oh yeah, no, there's no. But it like it it stops when he gets drowned, right? And then he, or no, 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 he's no, imagining things. He's a no, dude, no, that's what? at the you're end. That's at the end. Yeah. Whoa, Where are you? Jesus, he's, you're he's getting ahead. he's getting drowned by Jesus. Tom, yeah, but that's he's not so jump ahead a little bit. It is about the fucking song. It like fades out, and you're like, and it is, but you're skipping ahead. We're just getting to the point where he gets the glow. You totally because he starts getting yeah, he starts getting uh. He's drowned by he's, Shona. He's having the flashbacks. He's having flashbacks yeah. of like the master. When you like, search for the master, and then the chick's like, like you "Look like a master yes. for me." No. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish it would have been like one of the flashbacks would have been like the guy going, "And I'm going to Miami." That would have been great. That, Abby, that, that goes into parody a little bit, but that would have yeah. made me laugh. And the music, oh, is, dude, the I love playing underneath the montage. You are the last. Yeah, and it's you just are so, the last. There you go. It is almost like the never-ending story. God, I want to make a movie where Travis Shut just it. sings these you songs. You are the last dragon. Uh, we almost forgot. I'm just going to mention real quickly before we get back to the end fight. When he returns back to the master to find out, like, oh, dude, the fortune cookie fucking dude was fake. I like how the dude picks up a fortune cookie and takes the fortune yeah. out. He's like, oh, he's giving him this Eastern philosophy bullshit. <laughs> so, I bl- so I blame the fucking sensei. He's been filling his head with this movie bullshit. Like, don't forget your $50 a month membership. You know, yeah. filling See, his I head like, with bullshit. I like the master because he's like... He understands how stupid Bruce Leroy is, and he just keeps feeding him the shit. He's like, "You gotta yeah, get it. He's you've got to get knows, it." Like, dude, he's, he's, he's got to awesome figure it out for himself. He's almost, he, but he is yeah. almost. Yeah, he did make it to Marshall, but in the yeah. same way, he is almost like like the sidekick that plays to the uh, beliefs of the person. Yeah. Go, you know, <laughs> yeah. they make him like well, because that because <laughs> he never exhibits the glow himself. Right? No, the, he just the, talks about the, the glow. But that's a good thing, right? Because you took it as I thought you <laughs> yeah. knew it was gonna be set up. When I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, fuck, Collins is going to be like, I saw that coming. Boo-hoo. Because well, I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. It would have been great yeah. if, he'd, if he'd gone back, showed it to the sensei that is, he was glowing, and the sensei was like, Holy shit, that's real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But this, this is crazy, because then Bruce Leroy to me, he looks a little insane when he realizes, like... <laughs> he does. He's got that laugh. He looks like, like a super villain. He does. I love it. I do yeah. kind of love it, just because I like the... Well, they don't say this that, in the movie, but the idea that, like, okay, you learn... A, like, one day we'll watch the... Um, it's called Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> Street Fighter's Assassin's Fist. They talk about how, like... The Hayuken power, the better and better you get at it, the more it corrupts your soul. Ah. If you master it, you will become evil because the power corrupts absolutely. This movie didn't say that, but that's what I got. Like he's fucking nuts now. He's just like I'm glowing, glowing. <laughs> I thought he was gonna go crazy, uh, but then yeah, when the bad guy, then he's he's like shorting out, fuck all this. that and that the sound cool effect. 
The shorting out is awesome. Once again, that's one of those things that you really see. Well, yeah, his self doubt. It's one of those things where your own gout. That doesn't affect. That's your cheat starts from the feet. It was cool in that scene where they actually started fighting. Where they started fighting because it was the first time in the movie that. Bruce Leroy didn't have the upper hand. Like when Shona right? actually does come in there, it's like, oh shit! Like this is you know he has met his match. He can. Yeah. He's very tall. Yeah, the, the rest of the movie, very tall. one very kick, tall. very tall, takes yeah. out anybody. Like yeah. there's a special scene to show like we're collecting all these bad guys to fight him, and he kicks them all once, and they fall <laughs> and down. They're done. Yeah. It's like oh. Hey, well, then they all get I up. Guess well, all they all get nothing. up, but that's that's when his students come in and right. take over. And that's, that's true. That's, that's true. that's when they're like, Plan B. Show all the foot soldiers. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I still thought that was just kind of like, huh. Yeah. This movie it directs. It did seem like a rogue uh, gallery, was like Chris up, Nolan. <laughs> like the, the director doesn't know how to direct martial like any oh, fighting. It's not that bad. It is to me. There was one scene where there was a nice like, like. Because most, to me, most good martial arts movies, they kind of look like establishing shots. They're just nice, wide shots with both yeah, characters, so you can just once. fucking see yeah, they do the it master. once. And I was like, oh, neither. Oh, shit. They just fucking, <laughs> god damn it. It happened already. It. Oh, shit. You know, but that's, I don't know. It's one of those things where you're afraid. I mean, I don't know if that's the whole, you're afraid to show. Because, I mean, without actual Chinese, like, brilliant fucking martial artists that can actually do shit really fast and make it really entertaining. Maybe, and we talked, uh, when we watched Ninja 3, The Domination, we talked about how in these days they kind of wanted action to be slow, that way the camera can capture it, and but it, it, it just produces this really slow action-y sort of... Mm-hmm. So I don't know if uh, either that affected it or... I don't know. I don't know. Better because you're high. You're three. trying to hide the slow movement. I think they by did good making this movie. your yeah, you have multiple angles or whatever. You, uh, you cover it from different. There's nothing I could really be like. Oh wow! Like yeah, but no, except enough. for the one, except for fucking Ernie Race Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. when the <laughs> camera stood back and people. watched him <laughs> kick people's asses. <laughs> <laughs> brought the guy up. He's actually like, fucking <laughs> really talented. Bring out the ten year old. That was really exciting. Really showed up. Time Mac is pretty good. Not it's not that he's not pretty. Johnny, you it's not that he's not. Can we sing the praises of Johnny? Well, but we barely saw. Johnny is yeah. my favorite. He was good as the American eyes. Like, if you're watching Teen Wolf, he's Styles. If you're watching, like, if right, you're right. watching 80s yeah. movies, he's the fuck. He should have been smoking pot at one point in time or something like and tried to, like, wave it away and hide it from Ty Mac or Bruce Leroy. Or- yeah. Well, but, to get to the end of this yeah, movie, he, yeah. he does catch a fucking bullet yeah, just, in his mouth when like, the there, bad guy shoots at him. There had yes. to have been, like, a time previous where it's like, oh, fuck, he did fight some, like, gang in Harlem and caught. Like it's something, yeah. I mean, how many times you get shot at in the face and catch a fucking bullet? Dragon, play the song. I need the song. He does get the girl at the end, right? Do they go off happily yeah. ever after? I don't even remember this. Yeah, because oh yeah, after, yeah. After it's all said and done, she has to go on. She has to go on her right show. back to like the the, the oh, fucking yeah, hair yeah, and makeup yeah. people yeah. show with shows the up police. The and they're like, "You're late, honey." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you teach me some moves? I'm not gonna be able to yeah. do anything with your hair. Oh yeah. my god, are you in danger, Jesus? 
Yeah. But yeah, then yeah, Leroy shows up. At first I'm like, everybody's, everybody's dressed white. in white. Everybody's but that's white. she says about her cloud dancers. Her cloud dancers. Seventh Heaven has cloud dancers. And we see that oh Leroy's brother. Now got all to the be main part characters the, are part of yeah, it. Yeah, they're all part of the cloud dancers. <laughs> oh wow. Shit. And then I'll he shows it. up with flowers and no shirt on, you know, just like hanging, you know, it's like this fucking guy's cocky now. He got the glow <laughs> and now he's just showing his chest up. But then uh yeah, there's a really the f- uh, hilarious <laughs> joke. Uh, about <laughs> cutting to a commercial, so he yells out like, "Teach me moves!" He's like, you "Fuck me, moves. fuck me!" <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Fuck me. And then, then it has like the worst R and B closing song. R and B closing song. good. The closing song is bad. It should have been like En Vogue or something. Yeah, and then they're gone. But it does get through a few of the soundtrack times. songs really quickly. Well, you <laughs> have to. You got to get you know you you're, you're plugging that soundtack. Listen to the rhythm of the night, dancing yeah. to the morning yeah. light. There's gonna what's be what's a, that on a Ninja Turtle? No, that's a just separate on review for the fucking night. music yeah. of this movie. Uh, okay, so uh, that pretty much wraps up. I think the that's last it. I, I'm done with it. <laughs> like we should always end like, when Travis announces he's whose done. Whose movie was this tonight? Yeah. <laughs> It was a no. That's a good. No, that's a. It was a Travis is in love with this movie. It's a good pick. I like. I love hate this movie. All right. I love hate it. All right. So we're gonna summon Igor. So Igor. 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 Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Thank you, you Igor. His ears. Don't yell so loud. He's very sensitive. Uh, he hasn't okay. cleaned them in, ah, in weeks. Well, okay. So you probably can't hear it. Right. We got to yell well, louder. I got this goo encrusted thing here. Holy All shit. right. Is that so, uh, mail by letter? Dripping. It is. Mail by letter. Okay. So here we go. And by the way, folks, you can get a hold of us if you want to talk to us. And we encourage that you do because how else do we know what you think about what we're doing here on Facebook or a Saturday Night Freak like Show? Us, please. <laughs> we need confirmation. <laughs> we That's, need to know this is not for nothing. We won't even uh, talk about it if you don't like it. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Also on Twitter at Sad Freak Show, and you can reach us by email, Saturday Night Freak Show, Yahoo.com. So, first, we have about our Ninja 3 episode. Yeah. Dom Cree writes in, and he says, Guys, I've waited long enough, but I think it's (laughs) time to ask the burning questions. He's got two. Number one, are 80s hairstyles hot or not? Hot. Hot. No. Male or female? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they're the same. Like, what if we can differentiate? It's true. true. Big That's is true. beautiful. <laughs> Just uh, don't smoke Nero. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe like uh, what's her name in Working Girl? I can take that. Melanie Not Joan Gerber. Cusack. Melanie makes, Griffin in makes, Working Girl. I can take that hair. Eighties yeah. hair. Joan makes Cusack. Eighties earrings look better. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. You need to hide the earrings underneath that. Hair. Right, so that. The second question is: Are the eighties the pinnacle of attractive actresses in film. No. No. Ooh, I don't know about that because most of them couldn't act, so they're beautiful more than they were actors. So I do love 80s I actresses. There's a lot of 80s actresses, and I'm like, you're the love interest? Yeah, well, I can't they, do it. It's not yeah. for me. The problem is just the hairstyle, right? They're always like, she's it, an, it, al- an Alan Sheedy. Like, give her the Alan oh, Sheedy hair. Yeah. Or she's a, you know, give her the fucking, like, give her uh uh, negligee, uh, like, you know, so make it look like Madonna yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that's the the problem with beautiful fucking actresses of the 80s is 
they were they victims of the style. <laughs> yeah, yep. they really victims were. of the style. Like whatever they wanted to do. That's why I thought it was really funny in this movie how the girlfriend they saw how the boyfriend or the 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 mad the bad uh, guy was dressing her like yeah. this crazy fucking eighties Cindy Lauper fucking. When she leaves later on, she's more normal. She looks she more like normal, but she still looks like a stripper. She, yeah, it's a little <laughs> well, weird. A normal stripper. <laughs> she's a rock, star. a regular stripper, <laughs> not the featured stripper. Just the <laughs> not featured, not like <laughs> just the separate side stripper. Right. Like the uh, four o'clock. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Four o'clock. She's older. Like, does anybody want a lap dance? She's the one. I didn't think so. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, also, uh, Babette Georgie Robert. Babette. I love Babette. That's a beautiful she says, name. Uh, the 80s art. Oh, my God. Very Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. uh, Mark Packard writes in Show Kasugi with a dozen exclamation marks. That's it. <laughs> Jacob Contner writes in on Twitter, says, love Ninja 3. Great episode, guys. You and Refund Theater nailed it. Love the mailbag rant, uh, rant about nudity in the 80s. Keep it up. Woo! Is Thank Refund you. Theater another? I think it's another podcast. Oh, we're gonna have to hey, we're being associated with other podcasts, good nice. or bad. Like, Thank you. There you go. Thank and you then, for writing uh, in, people. Well, we have more. Oh, because, shit. And then oh, shit. on our I'm Watchers for this. episode, oh, Susan Darko writes in, The book was amazing. I absolutely detest the fact that the movie turned the main human character into a teenager. Kids, the book yeah. was much better. Where he's a marine. He's hear. a marine. Yeah. I want to read and, the uh, I heard the part two is more like. That, part two is more like the, the book. actual book. Well, the uh, better monster too. Is There's actually a monster in that one. Echoed by Alec Writer 120 on Twitter. He says he just read the book and it's cheesy to say the least. Oh. So what do we got here? Is it good? Or know, it's a pretty cheesy idea anyway, right? It, a biological it, I mean, monster really connected is. to a cute dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will. Oh I will read it and let you both know. I do want to read we it. Run. For some reason, oh, I'll listen to the audio book on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm, I'm afraid because the audio book, when you start listening to it, it, sounds like it drops right in. I'm like, is this the fuck? beginning or like it feels like you're dropping in the middle of a chapter so it worries me yeah. so i haven't listened to it yet mm. i mean it's eight hours it seems like that'd be the whole book yeah but you fuck. would hope eight but just hours? the way yeah that, but just the way when you started book. you started you're like blah, blah, blah. i was like holy fuck that's like really it sounds like just the edit was really quick usually yeah. there's just like this is a LibriVox recording, you know, or something like that. <laughs> it will so be narrated by Jim Dale and no one else. I want to do that, right? It's free free recording. You just record your own book, and if LibriVox will post it on their website. There you go. Why not? Yeah. Why yeah. not, right? Read your own book. Yeah. Well, as always, we thank all of you for taking the time to write in please. and, uh, and please continue thank in the print. I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take oh, a, uh, Bobette yeah, a also recommends that we watch Tourist Trap. Oh fuck! I've always wanted to see Tourist Trap. Great I've never cover. seen it. Great cover. It does have a great cover. It great looks cover. like the Salem's Lot book cover. So we will. We'll it's definitely do it, Bobette. I love her. her. All right. Her. So uh, <laughs> this leads Are us we? to wrap ups on the Last Dragon, and tonight uh. we're beginning wrap ups with Travis. Oh, the Last Shit. Dragon is one of my favorite American martial arts movies from when I was Get a child. Get out of here! I saw this movie. <laughs> When I was probably like eleven or twelve, yeah, it's a great cover. That is a great Turf's cover. Trap is a great Turf's cover. Trap is it a looks great really cover. scary. I want to. We were definitely going to do it, Bubba. Wow. And uh, like but it. it's definitely it's aged with me just because I've watched it multiple times, multiple times. Um, it's not the best martial art. I think this movie would hold up better if the martial arts was captured a little bit better. If the character wasn't so fucking that like you cannot. Like, even, like, you could connect with a character Bruce Lee plays more than this character. He's yeah. trying to act like Bruce Lee, but he's just like, okay. 
at least Bruce Lee could understand. It was like, well, I'm a Chinese human that came to America. I I feel somehow, uh, not somehow, but I feel um, racially uh, subjugated, and I got to either save my sister, blah, blah, blah. But this guy's just like, well, he's a fucking walking alien. It just really wears on. You can't connect with this guy. That's why his little brother is the connecting character in a weird way. Like, you connect with him. Mm. He's American. He's... I wish they would have done more. That's why I'm like, that first scene is more important. Uh, the scene where he meets the family should be earlier because that's really important. It sets up who this character is in relation with the brother. and the, like, I think you should be re- introduced to the American uh, or the Western views of this movie before the, the Eastern views. And you're is- introduced to the Eastern views before the Western views. And just like Enter the Dragon. Well, no, not just like Enter the fucking Dragon. It starts dragon. off with the same kind of thing mm-hmm. between the... The very first scene is a uh, sensei and Bruce yeah. Lee. But it's not so fucking... But just the fact that this character is a black guy in Harlem, we need... You know, we just need some, like... What the fuck? Did, was he raised by this guy? And you would think that for the first half an hour. I did. And, and you two, would. Exactly. That's confusing to this movie. And I just think that... Uh, I just think, uh, I, I like, this is one of those things where I really think they had a great half an hour to 40 minutes of programming here. And they had to stretch it out to, what is this? 108. Like, 108 fucking shit, 108. Oh, my God. They just had to stretch it out because, like I said, the kidnapping thing basically had to happen twice. It had, you know, because I'm like, well, fuck, that's your ultimate right there is having her kidnapped and then when he just rescues her i'm like well what the fuck what are we gonna do for the rest of the movie always oh, gonna fall in love with her well that's lame you know usually martial arts movies have the training in the middle you know to become better to fight the fight the bad guy but this ends up being like oh i love you i, I don't know how to love i'm a fucking alien or I'm E.T. E.T. was more human than this guy <laughs> like <laughs> E.T. spoke clear english um but but like I said, the, the glowing hands thing <laughs> and my love of cheesy animation and spark effects and like, <laughs> and these are actually pretty good. Cause I mean, fucking, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Barry Gordy. He's got money. Barry but Gordy. if you look at like animation from like, oh God, Hellraiser was what? 88, 87, 87. Yeah, it's it's really got really low bad, budget, though, low yeah. budget oh, yeah. animation for yeah. the sp- And this is pretty fucking good. It's got this, sparks. This movie, it's this got movie had a $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> $10 million. That's, that's my favorite recognition. Like it's got sparks. Well, I just, <laughs> I do. I'm telling you, that shit in the eighties, that shit in the eighties really, it does a lot for me. It's that whole imagination. These were the type of movies that captured your imagination. Imagination more than the movie produced just because you had special effects in there where nowadays we live in a world where special effects have overtaken the story back then special effects just like holy fuck it just like created more and it made the world somewhat more real or somewhat more in depth because like you, you know I, I, I'm so shocked Colin was like the glow thing's just a I thought you would have seen that coming from miles away. I was like, oh, no. It's I gonna, didn't expect special effects the, at the end of the It's going to spoil the, the surprise yeah. for Colin. He's well, too smart for this I figured there was going to be a quote-unquote, I don't know what I was, yeah, I should have. The glow. Because it kept so saying the glow, the glow, fucking glow. There's a song. It's like, the glow, the <laughs> there glow. There was a song. <laughs> There's a song. But you didn't the think glow. the movie was going to go off into what the fuck land. I that's what's so was, great. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going like, all right, so he's going to glow at some point. When they talk about specifics, like the hands were 
charges the whole body. I'm like, somebody's glowing. Dude, we will, <laughs> and we won't see this again until we see Netflix's Iron Fist, like glowing Pro- yeah, hands probably. for someone's awesome martial arts probably. power. <laughs> Fucking genius. But the movie itself, to me, is a tad boring. It doesn't offer the martial arts. It doesn't even offer the 80s music. I mean, it's a fucking Motown, and it doesn't have the music. I want Motown. It's like, oh, even though there is, there's, I didn't even hear Stevie Wonder. He's in the credits of a yeah. song. Yeah, I'm like, where was that it's, song? It's the I new Motown. It's the one that sounded like Michael Jackson. It's in the dojo when, uh, is it? when he's talking to Johnny. It's in the background. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Like source music. So yeah. I wish there was better music because I'm just surprised that like fucking shit, dude. Like Quentin Tarantino should have, uh, should have done the music for this movie. He would have found all this, you mm. know, Across a hundred and a street, or shit like that. <laughs> but Good I, Motown, you're saying. Seventies yeah, Motown. Yeah, yeah. When Motown was well, that Motown. might I, that might have been Capital. I'm not sure, but yeah. <laughs> what you got to know for Black? Yeah, there's the two big ones: is Capital and Motown. Mm. But I don't. The kid in me is like, yay, this movie. And even I, I do think it's a great movie if you want to sit around and laugh with your buddies, because. It does have that. If you're interested in martial arts movies, it's enough of a parody to, you know, to get you through it to really, you know, I just hate the fucking love story, but it's the eighties. I guess they got nothing else to go on. Plus how can you, you can't have somebody go to a uh, trainer when they're like, well, you're a master. He's supposed to realize he's a master by the end of the movie. So it negates what usually makes a martial arts movie last is the training montage, becoming a better martial artist. Um, so I do at least recommend it because it's just, uh, it's fun. It's just fun. Like that's hard to come by in a lot of movies, especially martial arts movies. I wish the martial arts was better, but once again, it's the fucking eighties, any of these early eighties, mid eighties, I mean, martial arts were so fucking new that, you know, the, the movies just reflect it. You know, so yeah, it's definitely a dated movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. the style, but it's nice to see a movie with color. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see. I wish the bad guy was better. Like I said about the whole when you make your bad guy meek and pathetic, there's nowhere to go from there. You know, you want him to achieve a show enough, like supply the aggressiveness, but you want your bad guy to I mean, be. He shot a dude in the teeth. But you know, but it's black exploitation. They're trying to show, well, this white guy has power just because he has money. He's not that he's an aggressive dude. But just watching a movie, I want my guy. That's why I've always, when we were talking about Masters of the Universe and the versus the cartoon, I hated the cartoon because Cobra Commander and 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 Skeletor are always such pussies. But at least in the movies, Cobra Commander. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, G.I. Joe, you know, I'm just saying those type of 80s villains that were always these bumbling fools like Shredder, Cobra Commander. Yeah, I know. It was always better in the movies when they actually did have ability to fight the villain or the hero. You want them to have some ability. They need to be a challenge. If they're just these pathetic goofus, then it's like, I don't get why this is so hard to begin with. You know, they obviously can't do anything. They're surrounding themselves with the most cartoony people in the world. The point where I'm surprised they're not sound effects like boink <laughs> or something like that. But 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 at least I recommend the movie. All right. Uh, the Last Dragon. Um, I mean, I've seen enough martial arts movies, the Grindhouse ones, which are, you know, it always seems like. Yeah, it's dude leaving the dojo at the beginning of the movie. He has to go on a journey somewhere off into whatever 
the the country, you know, in uh, China, oh, the and then <laughs> runs afoul of, of something that proves his metal or whatever. This was more entertaining to me than that. Um, it's interesting that you know, like, I mean, <laughs> sorry, no, it was more entertaining than than most of the drunken the, masters. Brilliant. Well, yeah, but there are ones that like rise above, right? Mm. But I mean, there's a lot of fucking martial arts movies. Thanks to Shout Factory. Okay, so maybe uh, give me some content. Are we blaming them here? So Shout Factory has put out like these discs where they have like four fucking or was it eight movies on a set, like two DVDs, you know? And I fucking sat there at one point. I can say where, but I was able to just like (laughs) throw this on in the background. Uh, and um, and watch a holy bunch shit. of these movies, and it was like, holy fuck, they're all exactly the same, yeah. uh, like exactly the same plot line. Um, and so they just kind of do become like, you know, this cookie cutter kind of thing. I mean, even the Bruce Lee, the Chinese Bruce Lee movies are, oh yeah, are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And then you get Enter the Dragon, and it's like all of a sudden step. But that's because America you know. it had American backers oh, yeah. with story. Yeah, and all that. yeah, they had American, American writers on, so you like, ooh, this is a movie. You but know? that's well, once again, that's how people learn. You know, they learn from our movies. Now, when you watch martial arts movies, they learn from how to write. You know, yeah, American movies or. So I'm just saying, like in like as a martial, if you're coming at it from the martial arts end of it. It's like the guy, you know, the, the actors in there and all the stunt people are capable martial artists. Mm-hmm. So it functions as a martial arts movie, but it's better than like most of the grindhouse movies that I guess it's celebrating, you know, um, as a it's just a really odd thing. So it's not like it, it's a, it does have some moments of what the fuck that are entertaining. You know, I mean, the fashion for those of you who weren't didn't live through the eighties is a thing to behold. Very colorful, very like what in the hell? Like you can attach, like as an earring, the uh, the the reflector off of a bicycle. You know, and that's cool. Or you can put a piece of plastic, hard plastic, in your hair and clip it in there. It's like pop art became wearable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I what remember happened? at the time, like everybody kept saying, like eighties fashions Cocaine's are futuristic, and now we look at them like it's quaint because, like, what in the holy fuck? But they there's color. Really nothing like that. That was everybody's thought of the future. It's like, look at everybody like thirty years before. Look at everybody's thoughts of the future. It's like, yeah. yeah, you could just wear shit in your hair. You just go yeah. put it on your head. It's fine. Put it's on a vi- put on sunglasses as one visors. You look like George yeah, Ford. Oh, so awesome. But they had so many designs. What happened? Stuff. Yeah, I know. We suck you had, now. You went from like the craziness of uh, of like uh, Mad Max. Right yeah. through, I guess the fucking last dragon. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, the seriously, Matrix. As the Matrix a, and the Crow. Like, let's get rid of well, color and society yeah. all together. That was the nineties, and it's the still kind happening of the though. Sher- the the heroin, the heroin chic kind heroin of heroin sweet. Fuck yeah, yeah heroin chic. Allison chains. Fucking yeah, the gloom, uh, gloom cookies. And gloom cookies. Yeah. yeah. Gloom cookies. So it's all black. I love that Black, name. but gothic. I mean, Dark. I guess it's instead of the cape, we have Those the, the, the trench coat. Gloom yeah. cookies. Um, cookies. For a movie that was produced by Motown, I mean, I can see why they were heading, when they were heading out. It, mm. Based on the music 
in this movie because it's fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible. I mean, like across the board, like I Should like great 80s soundtrack. music. I like uh, synth pop stuff from mm-hmm. the 80s, you know, you go back to. And this, I'm listening to it just like, oh, God, this is fucking <laughs> terrible. Except for maybe the DeBarge song, which, yeah. you know, you've heard so many times. This is a catchy thing. Diane Warren, I like some yeah. of the stuff that she's done. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, uh, wasn't she uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart? Is that Diane Warren? No. I think, no. No. Um, uh, well, Nikki French did the remake. That was um, no, but the writer. I'll uh, take it back to you. Okay, <laughs> uh, Bonnie, you let us Bonnie know. Something. Bonnie she Tyler? sings Bonnie it. Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. But she didn't write Diana, it. I don't know. That's I thought what I'm she saying. wrote it. It's up to you, readers. Let us know. Yeah, readers. Um, readers. But uh, the music is fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible. And so that's like, since a lot of the music is, and, and this is a thing. It's focused too. on. <laughs> Very, yeah. Specific. that it comes from the the MTV explosion that took place at that time. It's like, now we're going to put, you know, we're going to have a movie. It's going to be a musical, but you don't actually have to break it down into musical numbers. It's choreographed, but they're fight scenes. Right, you have you have martial arts choreography, so it feels kind of like a musical. There's a stage. There's the idea of you know, I mean, it kind of feels like a West Side Story kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't actually have them breaking into song and singing to each other. Although I guess it kind of you do in a way because Vanity sings her song in the movie. Weird, but it has a, a yeah, it's like full a punishment music soundtrack of of songs. Uh, you just kind of hope that they were going to be better um so do i recommend it i think it was a fun watch but it wasn't what the fuck enough to be like you know uh a laugh riot for its entire time which is kind of i guess like the kind of kick that i'm on where i'm like you know i mean it's got a fucking guy who a it stars a guy who can't act (laughs) it has a guy playing shonuff Who's who fucking awesome, act. who can act, who steals the goddamn movie. Yeah. And it has Shut a up. fucking uh, climax that ends with guys punching each other with light. And yes. sparks. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah, I don't know how I didn't see that coming, but who could have expected a movie plus, where you punch a guy and like, he explodes? <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, what the fuck? Maybe not what the fuck enough to be super awesome, but definitely enough to merit a watch. And yeah. So that's yeah. The Last Dragon. Woo! Um, uh, I think I found this movie highly enjoyable. Um, uh, to I me, was high. I mean, <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, I, I think for most of this movie, it was like Colin said. It's not the laugh riot. Maybe it kind of should have been. Like, kind of rides that line. It is very funny at moments. Like, I found myself laughing at it, especially the Johnny U stuff. It all came down to like the little character moments for me. Like, really sold me on this movie. I like the Johnny U stuff. Um, Ernie Reyes Jr. being, you know, two years old, coming in there, kicking everybody's ass. That was fun. Um, I show enough is amazing. Um, for, uh, he's very tall. He's very tall. Very Did tall. I mention that? He's very, very tall. tall. Uh, Plus he's got the man, the Shogun man. I bone. thought he was fighting Snoop Dogg for most of this movie. Uh, is he just, Did we got say that? that we thought, uh, Tupac was uh, like a backup dancer or something. It did, oh, really? it did look like, Tupac. Uh, it look like uh, Tupac. There's a guy who looked like Tupac, looked like in, Tupac? The, in the seventh heaven. Oh, uh. But it was, uh, it was, uh, I wasn't, uh, I, when they mentioned the glowing, I'm like, somebody's going to fucking glow. And I was kind of, that was, <laughs> and that's what I was waiting for. And I've just, but I like that. I like that it went there. Like that's, that's what I wanted. Um, uh, uh, fucking the last dragon. Um, yeah, it could have been, I think it could have been, this movie was like an hour 
49, hour 50. They probably could have shortened it up in certain parts, but yeah. like, um, uh, I also have the benefit of not having seen as many Kung Fu movies as Colin or Travis. So I have, <laughs> uh, less to judge it against, which makes this movie, uh, more entertaining for me. Um, I laughed, I cried, I wanted to kick people. I give it, <laughs> I give it, uh, 3.5 tiny, Ernie Reyes Jr. is out of five Ernie, tiny Ernie Reyes Jr. So I recommend it. There. Uh, bravo, sir. I recommend it. I like that. <sighs> Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. This movie. <laughs> this movie fucking shaped my childhood. Whoa. I Were you kicking <laughs> people? Don't kick people. This movie uh-huh. introduced me to Kung Fu in a wonderful, wonderful way. Um, so I love, I love the, uh, I love the execution of this movie just because it's written by a guy who worked on Broadway. So when he wrote this movie, he had a musical in mind. He wanted to make a Kung Fu musical. And that's awesome in itself. It feels like that. It is. That's right? exactly what it is. He wanted to make a Kung Fu musical. And with the genius of his girlfriend at the time, who I'm not sure who that is, but she said, you're an idiot. This is a movie. And I love her for that. That That's brilliant. And then you got Barry Gordy coming and putting his name on it. Basically, what happened there is he tried to showcase what Motown was doing to fit into the musical movement of the 80s, and it backfired. Mm. They <laughs> that, shut down Motown. That's what happened. Yeah. He's like, like hey, this music Motown sucks. is still here. Let's feature some of our artists for Motown. And they all sucked, unfortunately, for Barry Gordy. However, for the rest of the movie, it's just perfection to me. I love it so much. The acting... From our lead character, Bruce Leroy, Tymok, not so great. But he, not so great. But it was his first <laughs> attempt. They hired him because he was a martial artist. Like, I got it. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, and he's in the Mortal Kombat Legacy. He is uh, in the Mortal Kombat Legacy. Web I got to see that. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He trained with Where's Ryan Van Cleef, and he knows sure stuff masked. as far as martial <laughs> arts. <laughs> um, Sub Zero's not black. <laughs> Yes, he is. Okay. Shonuff. I have to, I have to talk about Shonuff because Shonuff was actually written to be more menacing and less comedic, and Jules Carey was the one, in all his brilliance, made him so outrageous that they were like, maybe you should pull back. He's like, no, no. This is Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem. We're making a kung fu, a kung fu musical. This is how Shonuff is going to be. By the way, we're all black, so I'm going <laughs> to... His name is Shonuff. Yes. Brilliant. So I, I just loved the whole execution of Shonuff. I think he's one of my favorite characters ever. Ever. Um, and then you tie it all together with the animated spark chops and kicks at the end. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. I love this movie. <laughs> he pulls Shonuff out of the water. He, he doesn't want him to drown. No. He pulls him he out. He pulls him out because he he's is still, a master. He's still the master. He's you know what? Violence isn't everything. It's not, it's no. not Colin. You it's not, I want to tell you how disappointed everything. I was that at the end of it, it's like, and I have discovered that I am the master. I'm like, the last dragon, right? <laughs> what the? Okay, whatever. Well, he's already the last dragon. He achieved but, yeah, but that line, the master. That line he did. was so great, though. That line when he pulls him out and he's like, who's the master? And he's like, I am. And it's like, yeah, boy. He did like <laughs> hoist Eddie Arcadia like up on the chain for like five minutes. Like from start to finish, it was probably like five minutes. Yeah, it took forever. It took forever. And the cops had to come and like let him down for that five minutes. Uh, uh, 
Cut some time. Uh, that was, a, that? That was a prop error. You are the last dragon. <laughs> it's in the song. It's in the, the song, song, yeah. Yeah, you don't need the character the to say the titular line. <laughs> <laughs> he is dragon. the last dragon. Titular. Um... Yeah, there was supposed uh, there was supposed to be a sequel. Never happened. Oh, there's, some, there's some there's some heartfelt people that are still hoping it'll happen. Holy fuck! There was rumors. Again. There was rumors that it might happen this year. No, no, I don't even want to see that. No, oh, you. I would see it. Last I dragon. I'd see it too. Two thumbs up, everyone. Yes, I give it a yes. thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I think you should see it. Three point five tiny. Rings. If you're Three listening to this show, you should probably watch this movie. Yeah, probably. Four votes for yes. There you go. All right, so that's uh, that's right. So that's uh, the Last Dragon, and next week we're going to be watching my pick. So we're going to be watching a movie called Sorceress from 1982. I've talked about this before. It's written by Jim Wynorski. Jim Wynorski and stars a pair of Playboy playmates, and it's fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the Barbie twins. It's like there's something else. Well, awesomely bad. It's so bad it's awesome. Crazy. Let's put it that way. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, and until then, the basement is going dark.